In connection to the party, Achashverish made, which we read about in the beginning of Megillus Esther, the Gemara in Mesechus Megillah teaches, Why did the Jews of the generation of Purim deserve such a severe punishment, a punishment of a decree of complete annihilation, Rahman al-Litzlan, and the Gemara answers, because they enjoyed the party of Achashverish. The Gemara challenges this, though. If so, only the Jews in Shushan were deserving of punishment. However, the decree of Achashverish included all of the Jews of the entire world. The Gemara therefore says that the reason is, it was a punishment for the Jews bowing down to the idol in the days of the Vuchadnezar, which was relevant to all the Jews as a whole. In the Medrash and Megillas Esther, something which is also brought in Rashi on these Psukim, it's clear that both of these reasons are relevant to the severity of the decree, and not that the reason of enjoying the party is rejected and abandoned. But it's puzzling. How is enjoying Achashverish's party such a serious offense deserving of such a severe response? This question is even stronger in light of the Medrash that the party was under the Kashrus supervision of none other than Mordechai himself. We find, however, in the Gemara in Mesechus Avedah something which is ruled as Halacha in Rambam and in Shulchan Aruch, that an idol worshipper who made a party, a chasana, for his son and invited the Jews of his, of his city to come, even if they eat their own food, it's considered as if the Jewish guests are partaking in zivche mesim, sacrifices slaughtered for idols, Rechman al-Litzlan. They are called oivdei avedis keichavim betara, people who worshipped idols without direct transgression. If this is true of a wedding celebration, how much more so by the party of Achashverish, who was celebrating the assumption, according to his calculation, that the Jews were no longer going to be redeemed from exile. He therefore brought the vessels of the Beis HaMikdosh, the holy temple, to his party, as if to say that his God was victorious and that the Jews would never return to the Beis HaMikdosh. We see then that both reasons for this punishment are connected to the sin of idol worship, rejecting Hashem. And when the Jews partook in the party of Achashverish, it was as if they were affirming Rahman al-Litzlan. Their lack of faith in the power of Hashem Chasvishalam to bring the redemption. We can understand this clearer through analyzing a word that the Gemara uses, which seems out of place. It doesn't say that the punishment was for attending the party, rather for enjoying the party. Shenenu misudasai. From this word we are able to glean what the Jews did wrong and that the decree was really a direct response, a result of their behavior, a consequence more so than a punishment. We find in Medrash Tanchuma 
that the Jews are compared to a single frail sheep surrounded by 70 wolves. And the Tanchuma concludes, Godol haraya shematzila v'shoimra. Guarding a sheep in such circumstances is supernatural. And the continued survival of the Jewish people is only because of the great kindness of the shepherd, Hashem, who protects them. A Jew in exile must live according to the law of the land and be respectful and appreciative towards his hosts. But he must never forget that his survival is not thanks to these hosts, who are part of the 70 wolves, that would swallow them whole in a second, if not for Hashem's miraculous protection. So when the Jews were invited to the party of Achashverosh, perhaps they had no choice but to attend. They couldn't risk insulting the king of the land where they lived. But to enjoy the party, to feel important and safe because they were invited, to see Achashverosh as a protector in his own right and his party as a status symbol, That's like a comic I once saw of a young boy with a bulging knapsack on his back storming out of his house, shouting at his father that he's never coming back and he will manage fine on his own and slamming the door behind him. A moment later, there's a knock on the door and the father opens it to find his young son looking only slightly sheepish with the request, can you please tie my shoe for me? By enjoying the party, The Jews were as if saying, we can stand on our own two feet. We have our own connections. The decree of annihilation was the immediate consequence of trying to manage on their own without the shepherd. There's a very relevant and practical lesson for this. We're taught in Saim Chinalanes, we can't rely on miracles. And Hashem helps us and bestows blessing upon the work that we do. As the saying goes, God helps those who help themselves. We have to create a vessel within the world which God's blessing can be actualized in. But we sometimes, perhaps often, forget that our hishtadlos, Our efforts are only the vessel. We begin to view and to perceive the work that we do as the actual cause, the origin of the blessing and the success, rather than what it really is, a natural vessel into which to channel and give expression to the blessing of Hashem. It's like someone who's putting in great effort and exertion into sewing pockets and making wallets to put money into while forgetting to actually work and earn the money to put into those wallets. The lesson we learn, therefore, is that while it's necessary to have practical and natural ways with which to earn and succeed, our primary focus must be on the actual source of our bracha, and success. Birchas Havaya Hi Tashir. Our wealth comes from Hashem. 
We cannot allow our involvement in creating a natural means be in a way of nanu misudasa shall I say Russia. And the litmus test to determine whether we're focusing on the vessel or on the actual bracha is very simple. Where is my hana'a, my gishmak, my excitement? Where do I put my primary focus and my greater efforts? Because surely it should be in the true source of my success. That's where I will make sure to exert myself not in making wallets to contain that success, which, while necessary, is merely secondary. And giving it our attention and deriving pleasure from it is deriving our pleasure in a way that's forgetting and ignoring our true shepherd, leaving us prey to the ravening wolves.